Good evening. Hello there. I am in a tropical paradise in um, Solomon Bay near Tulum, but outside. Oh, one second. Something exciting going on. Um, for the most part, it's very calm. The waves are crashing, and it's just this beautiful night with the stars in the sky and the palms gently swing and the peach color of this building and the white sand you walk on and stone it's really beautiful um i was just reflecting on money and just feeling how painful it feels to spend money and i wondered if other people felt that and how i can address my money issues my money blocks i'd rather i feel like i came on this trip to change me i came on this trip to shake myself up I came on this trip to, I did not like who I felt I was becoming. I was feeling really rigid and stuck and really boxed in. And part of that is COVID and part of it is um, just how normal life was like COVID. Um, I just feel this ickiness in the town. I mean, in the sense that it feels like there's, hi, Poochie Pooch. Hi. Oh, this little pup. This little pup is real sweet. When I arrived, it looked like this dog was smiling. It had like such a smiley face. On her, or him. Ooh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, I wanted to, I might go home soon. And I, I don't know if I should or not. So I'm at a crossroads and every time I've come, to a crossroads I've done the Tosha Silver thing offering offering it to the vine and giving it up and oh man I'm gonna cry because I'm so tired and there's so much shit that's happened and it's been so, so challenging and I I have learned a lot I wanted I wanted something I guess I had high expectations of this trip I felt like Lethbridge is so shitty in terms of the dynamics of the people, and yet I knew it was my own trauma response, my own trauma brain that was creating all this shit in my head. And then maybe some of it's true. I feel like my normal baseline is negative, and that I assume people hate me. And I don't know where that comes from. It's obviously from the home I grew up in, but I so badly want to heal. I want healing, and yet today on the beach alone, I felt... This inner voice tell me, like, you can't try to change yourself in a way, in a forced way. You can't try to fix and be perfect. You just have to love on yourself to bring about the change. And you have to receive love. And I think what I realized is that for me, acceptance is what I need to do. Accepting all of me, accepting the shadow, accepting the hated hated parts, accepting the loving parts. And that sounds so basic, but when I the way I thought of it and realized it 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 made sense to me. It um it clicked. It clicked because I'd been wanting to change. I wanted to make my life better. I I felt like there was a world out there that was perfect and I'm searching for this utopia and like Kira was saying you might just feel like you keep chasing the dragon and get more and more disappointed 
because it really is within you. It really is where you, wherever you go, there you are. But it's not about blaming yourself. It's about healing yourself. The things I struggle with, this is what I struggle with. My environment, my home. What's the kitchen like? What's the bathroom like? What's the bed like? And I know that on one hand, some people live such basic, bare bones, or impoverished existences and that that thinking about home and space is an incredible um you know what I'm not gonna shame myself for how picky I feel because this is what it is it's preference I can create a home that suits me I am allowed to I'm a little animal that gets the enormous pleasure out of creating an environment that feels really, really good for my life. And and I think what I've got to what I've got to change is that I do I do I'm really hard on myself. I really shame myself a lot. Like how dare you be such a privileged bitch? And I don't know where that shaming voice comes from. Sometimes it's a real voice out there and sometimes it's inside my head and it haunts me, but I love I love, 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 take great delight in a home, a home space, a home environment. And I think um, design and interior design and architecture is um, probably something that I want to do a hell of a lot more looking into because it's really, it really matters to me it really affects me positively or not. I love certain things like a very firm bed and a very expansive kitchen that's not cluttered full of shit. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm feeling just a little bit sick of living out of a suitcase. I'm, I'm really missing the creature comforts of home. Again, I know that's privileged, but I'm not going to shame myself for that because I guess I just got used to it. I guess it's just, it's what you're used to. I didn't grow up in a place that was comfortable. I mean, I did not grow up in that. But now that I've had it, I think maybe that's part of it. So anyway, I miss a bath. I miss a hot bathtub. I miss like running water consistently. And uh, I miss some of the things about home that maybe some people don't give a shit about. And uh, I've also been really sick. I've been sick since the day I arrived. The night I arrived, I downed a salad at a restaurant. And ever since then, I have been sick and haven't really uh, recovered from that. I'll feel fine and then I'll just be hit in the gut with a really sore belly and lately brutal headaches enough to um, have me go to the doctor or pay for a doctor so you know I just feel like a highly sensitive person like sensitive to the frenetic energy of the world and even of other people around me and the wind and that's what I wanted to escape from was this frenetic energy it's everywhere and I feel like I'm a part of it like I want to hop on that train of privilege of of ownership of whatever's going on in the world all over the world people just want to get rich and there is so much greed and then it, it's such a rat race and i don't like the pace 
I want to just be completely calm and letting go the way Tosha Silver talks about. We live in this structure that we just, I don't know how the fuck to change it. And I just want to be the one on top like anyone. So it's a really weird, I don't know, I'm just thinking a lot about the energy I feel because when everybody's like rushing into a store on Black Friday trying to grab all this shit, it's like, it looks so stupid when you watch it happen from a video. But when you think about the tourism, tourism and property and Airbnbs and this massive shift in migration that's happening with COVID since COVID. By the way, side note, I have not watched the news or tuned into what's going on in the world. I've actually really completely checked out. I don't know anymore. A part of me just wants to fall asleep and just sleep forever. I'm just always tired. Just find the pace of it all exhausting. I'm not working full time in the capitalist system. I don't know what to do about my painting career. I feel like the whole last five years have kind of been a rock bottom. And it's okay. I mean, I have so much to be thankful for. I have so much to be thankful for. And yet I still feel as confused as ever. I feel like I do not have the answers. I feel like I'm cutting my trip short. I feel like I'm way too attached to Rob and I need to go home and see him. I feel like if I could see him right now here, it'd be great. I don't know if I would go home. But I also just love that feeling of unpacking and settling and just being in one place where you, you know you belong and you're safe. I feel so safe at home. I feel so comforted by the house. And I feel so comforted by my partnership. And I feel find a lot of meaning Sky has moved back in, so that'll be interesting to have an older teenager at home who's now like a roommate to be living with a roommate again. That's that has its pros and cons. Uh, so if I go home, man, like for all the comforts that are there, there's so many challenges, and for everything that's here, for all the comfort of the weather, there's so many interior space challenges, plumbing challenges. And yeah, I just I just want to check out. Also, being physically ill really impedes my life. I can't focus. But um, it's really all it is is about space. I think I have learned a lot more than I think I have. And I really don't want to forget. So that's why I wanted to audio journal because I don't want to leave here forgetting what I've learned. Um... Let's see. I will pause for a second and then come back and talk about what I've learned. So I set out to change myself. I wanted to fix me. I didn't want to be such a worrywart and so full of anxiety but that hasn't really subsided I think this exposure therapy experimentation I was doing on myself was like if I throw myself into the den of lions maybe I'll be less afraid of them no they're still there I've become a little bit more flexible I think I've had to and that's good because I just 
was becoming, maybe that's the spoiled nature of the life that I'm able to have right now. But at the same time, I find a lot of inspiration here for what I want to create for a business, for an Airbnb. I want to learn how to make your own tile and to make tiles and then to use them in the home that we build and then build two separate homes, one that we rent out because I see Airbnb as the as a way to potentially make money. And I really like that idea that we it sort of feels like passive income in a way. Um it's it means we put all of our eggs in one basket in Crawford Bay and there's challenges there too. I can see them already. Oh, yeah. So what have I learned? I've learned that interior space, the space where you rest your head, the space where you sleep at night, where you lock the door, the security and the feeling of of the noise, this, the smells, the sewage, the plumbing, the water, all of that really matters. It matters for whatever you do. You need a base it's the foundation from which all your day revolves around. If you have anxiety about coming home, knowing that you can't sleep, that there will be some blasting noise at five in the morning and sunlight blaring in and, I don't know, any number of external stimuli that wreak havoc in your life. I've also learned to let go like crazy. I've also had such deep anxiety and attachments to my things and so I let go of almost everything I own I, I gave it away Tons, I gave an entire huge backpack of clothes away um, so that's kind of nice I like that I like that feeling of flow where there's abundance all around you and you move freely from place to place and you're in the world and you're not confined inside locked in a cage and you can see that you can replace this thing and that thing and you yeah that's really nice that's a really nice feeling um because I was starting to feel like I just the world was the walls were closing in on me and the world was closing in on me and it's not just in my head it's literally winter and winter I thought was the major trauma in my life but it's still the traumas in my brain and I can see that now so I'm inspired. I'm inspired to, to create this business, with, to create a new business, to create a hospitality kind of uh, business. And I just want the peace and relaxation. And I know Robin wants that, that feeling of just doing nothing, of being held, of being carried, um, of just trusting that there's just more than enough provided and not scarcity and I still struggle with scarcity in a major way. I think that that's why re-listening to Tosha Silver over and over and over again and being around that helps because it's true. I love, love that law of attraction type of stuff, whatever you want to call it. Letting go and offering and releasing and clearing, space clearing and having less, less stuff and less attachments and then giving generously and receiving generously. I think it really, really feels great. I, yeah. Did I accomplish what I set out to do? I wanted a career. I wanted to maybe work for someone as an artist assistant or 
work with artists, I have not found that. I just, I don't know if that's a failure on my part or if just what I needed at the time wasn't necessarily that or if there's something else I should do entirely, some other direction I should go in. I truly do not know. I feel so stumped. I feel so... I don't know if I feel lost. I think it's okay. I think it's the way the world is. And it might be a time where we all need to just chill the fuck out for a hot second. And then re restart things up a little bit later. But this frenetic energy. How can we chill out for a moment and let things pass peacefully if we're all scrambling? Like, I feel that acutely. So... I want to remember this when I go home. I want to be more chill. I don't want to be a grumpy, angry person. I want to be kind and loving and laugh. I don't want to drink so much to deal with my feelings and my problems. I want to be healthy. I mean, really healthy. I'd love to be like, maybe I need to do like that bodybuilding crap. They just eat chicken and rice and vegetables and don't drink alcohol and go to the gym. In some ways, that kind of discipline is very appealing. Um, I drink too much. I drink way too fucking much at home. I mean, glass of wine every single night or two. It's nice, but it's too much sugar. I just want to be I just need to be grateful. Just give thanks. No matter what. No matter how fat or how skinny I am. No matter how irritated I am for whatever... Whatever little thing is irritating me. I don't want to be irritated by little things every day, all day. No matter where I am. How do you overcome that? I mean, I'm totally in a funky state right now. So, I just... I don't know. I still... I haven't found the healers I need. I need like therapy. I need a, I need I need therapeutic healing for my traumatized brain. And then I want to go forward with my career. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want and I don't I don't know anything anymore. It's kind of like when you go to university and the more you know, you realize the less you know. Maybe ignorance is bliss, and it's kind of what I'm doing right now. I feel really dumb. I'm just let. I'm just like whatever. Other people can figure it out. I just want to do what I want to do and focus on my my task in this life. Do that. Do that job. Do a good job of it, and then not worry about every single freaking thing. So should I go home or should I stay? I want to go home. I think I'm done. It's the middle of winter. Like, I leave now on December 29th. If I fly back to Calgary and go to Lethbridge, it's minus 24. It's freezing cold. I move from plus 30 or whatever, humidity. That's crazy. And then I'm going to put myself into a situation of seasonal depression with four long, solid, crappy, shitty months. But the thing is, my boys are there and I miss them and I want to be with them and I want to hog them and I want to just 
I find a lot of purpose and meaning in those two. And uh, maybe it's time to get back and get back on track and get organized and unwrap my shit and start learning some tile and just be inspired. Take this inspiration and pour it into the new house so that I can create the most beautiful interior space that I find supremely calming, that I find the most epic and beautiful. And I've got many ideas in mind for how I might do that. So I think I do want to study interior design or architecture, like emotional architecture for the traumatized, highly sensitive person. That's what I'd like to study or talk about. And I want to talk about um, just letting go of fixing your traumas and trying so hard to heal and trying to be somebody you're not or not just that, but yeah, I don't know. I'm really, really grateful that I'm feeling a little bit better and the, I'm grateful for the breeze here, but I still struggle. I still, I'm in paradise and I still have anxiety and I put a brave face forward and I, I paint this picture of, of this life and I'm, I'm just done with a lot of this shit. I'm done with feeling guilty or feeling like this is one-sided. I'm done with anyone judging me. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. If I die of cancer tomorrow, I can't, I can't think about other people's traumas, responses to me and my life. Like, I want to celebrate my joy. I want to celebrate good things. And if I've been spoiled and that's a crime... Or for whatever reason, I'm super privileged in at this point in my history. It was not always the case. Not that that justifies it, but I am a little bit, I don't know, like, on the other hand, I don't think that life is supposed to be that you suffer, that you're some kind of martyr or you're a hero because you are miserable. And that is so much a message I feel in my head, whether that's true or not from friends, but from my growing up and from people I see around me, that that's a normal way of life. And I don't know if I've strayed so far off track that I just need to be, that I don't know, I don't want a brutal awakening. I don't want that. But what I want is to, yeah. Um, I think we all need some kind of of healing of the traumatized brain um, I don't know if talk therapy is the answer cognitive behavioral therapy I don't really like it it's not my thing I don't think it actually really works anyways um, it just gets me too much in my head and not in my body. So to tell you the truth, if I leave, I feel somewhat disappointed, somewhat let down with myself, but also really excited and happy to go back to allow myself the pleasures of the comforts of home and not to feel like I have to leave. The reasons I left, I was at a breaking point with what I felt towards certain people, but that could all be in my head too, man. That could all just be shit in my head.
and I don't know how to do I don't know how to fix these relationships this family dynamic I'm glad I got away I need some big time fucking boundaries but because I get sucked in to them because I feel like I don't have a life and so I just my life revolves around people I feel like maybe that's a trauma response for me is that I sacrifice or put aside everything else except for that bond and I'm so obsessed and focused on that bond and I think that's why I found so much meaning in my relationship with Robin and Skye and why I sacrificed everything for that relationship and I think that on the one hand that's normal and okay I feel like the social ties bring us there but with this trip I wanted to focus on my career and then I got caught up with friends that's okay um and I decided to just I did a lot of painting but I didn't do what I was sort of supposed to do which is to seek out some curators and galleries I think I'm still scared shitless about it I think I just I might die with a shit ton of paintings left behind that no one ever sees except for the close people closest to me but when I think about the Kootenai project and how much I want to pour everything into it in the new place it would have it would have a studio and then I would have showings there and I know Crawford Bay is is growing a little bit still quite remote which I love 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 but that would be really different and brutal not to be in a city where I'm so used to like whipping over to the hardware store and grabbing a bunch of stuff. Like imagine how annoying that would get after a while. So I don't know how to deal with that. Everything has some kind of, it feels like every option or every place has something about it. It doesn't feel perfect. And I don't know why I care so much or why it bothers me so much that I'm having this time, like, uh, yeah, how do I explain that? And and life isn't perfect, and you should just, yeah, be in the moment instead of being caught up in your own anxiety and, self, like, obsessively focusing on your own anxiety rather than enjoying the moment. Um, that's what I noticed in myself more and more, but... How will I deal with that in Crawford Bay? I think I think part of what I love about the business is that we do leave for a time. That we transform our home into a very expensive and beautiful place to rent. And that um and that we aren't always there. And so um we aren't there. And so non-attachment in that way not in a I would like to achieve that kind of non-attachment in the sense that I'm not dissociative in sort of a negative detachment but a way where uh, I'm sharing so generously and receiving so generously that's what I would like that's how I would like to be just more open bubbly sharing person I think when you're a child whose boundaries were so violated you you turn into some someone like this like you become a hoarder or full of anxiety anxious attachment 
that makes a lot of sense to me. And so you can't just overnight be this like generous, sweet, bubbly person because you've been, you've been violated and abused. And so you want to build a shell around you. You want to build a home around you that locks other people out because it's so unsafe. You have a super anxiety about your boundaries. That makes a lot of sense to me. I guess, why I was like that or am like that. And I'm learning to slowly open up again and and to, to let things go and to receive love. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll end that for now. Probably a lot I forgot to say or a lot of tangents I went on, but I will close out. Peace and love. Peace out.